Hey everybody, this is Bob, and uh, tonight I'm talking to Glenn Tickle. Glenn uh, has just told me that he's from New Jersey. Correct. So are you part of the Hoboken Tickles? No, I'm uh, other in, other side of the state. I'm out by Pennsylvania, oh, okay. not by New York. Are there Tickles in Hoboken? I know there's a I few have, of us around. I have no idea. I just thought... Wouldn't it be funny to say the name of a city in your last name? Because it yeah. sounds like if there were some kind of, uh, you know, uh, esports slash comedy, you know, uh, <laughs> Olympics kind of thing, it could be the Hoboken Tickles. Yeah, I'm on board. You're I'll on board. Oh, all well, then there you go. But you said yeah. you're not in Hoboken, so no. What, what would you be? I mean, the, the, uh, the New York Jets and New York Giants play in. East Rutherford, New Jersey. Right, so I can I can drive the hour into Hoboken. So you you'd be the East Rutherford Tickles. Yeah, I really think we gotta. They either have to change it to New Jersey or move. It's ridiculous that we just let that stand as a state. It's embarrassing. Well, it's because you know New York's so nice. They named it twice, so they get away with a lot of stuff other people don't get away with. Yeah. Is there a New Jersey, New Jersey? Because if there was, then they could pull that. There's Jersey crap. City, New Jersey. Doesn't count. Uh, the Camdenton Tickles. Yeah, maybe not. Because Camden, uh, New Jersey, yeah, is uh, got the same uh, mo as St. Louis, Missouri these days, which is being a very rough place. I was gonna say, is it having a sick aquarium? Is that no <laughs> a high murder rate? I think is what we're going for. Oh, uh, on so that because, yeah, St. murder Wilson. aside, the aquarium lovely. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that could be another one, the Camden murderers. Yeah, and you guys have a great chess museum, right? Exactly. You, you brought it back around to the chess. Museum. I was gonna say, how do you even know that? I only found out that there's a chess museum because my son told me. He's like, I'm going to the chess museum. And I said, are you leaving town? <laughs> no, it's in St. Louis. I'm like, what? That's yeah, just, I don't doesn't know my, seem like something. I don't know my St. Louis geography very well. I was there over the summer, uh, but it seemed pretty like downtown-ish. It seemed in like a pretty main area. I believe it's in the, what that we refer to as the Central West End, which is um, uh, not downtown. Uh, for St. Louis, if you're downtown, then you're near the Arch. Yeah, it was a it was a short drive from there to the yeah. Arch. A little, it's a hop, skip, and a jump from the Arch. You can go to the war, is it the World Chess Museum? Yeah, I believe it's yeah. uh it's the it's yeah. the World Chess Hall of Fame, and then there's the museum yeah. in there, uh, right? Because St. Louis resident, uh, what's his first name? Robert. I want to say Robert Sinkfield. Uh, is he's a very rich guy who loves chess, so he's he's put a lot of money into like making St. Louis kind of the, the default chess. chess capital of the world, and it's yeah. I, it seems to be working. Well, you know about it, and yeah. now I know about it. So, I mean, you know, it's it's take it's going to be a slow road, but yeah. uh, eventually, I think everybody will know about it. It is the you guys do have my favorite uh, sports team name. Uh, the the professional chess team in St. Louis is the St. Louis Archbishops, oh, yeah. which is a, a rare double pun. So you gotta love it. Yeah, I think that's. I, I think they actually named themselves after a, a Monty Python skit, but uh, <laughs> let's let's not spoil it. Yeah, if you, if you remember, there was a Monty Python, the Bishop. Remember anyway? I do. Oh, okay, good. So Glenn, <laughs> thanks for talking to me uh, tonight. Sure. I appreciate it. Um, and so tell us a little bit, of, like, is, is Tickle's really your last name? This is my yeah. first thought. There's a, there's a place in England called Tick Hill. Mm -hmm. And it got, as best as we can tell, it got, like, run together over the years from there. Like, that's where the name originated. And then as they left, we like, we're just a family of, mumblers so it just got squished from tick hill down to tickle tickle and uh, now we're cursed as a apparently family. you're all related to ronnie wood uh, from the rolling stone <laughs> yeah so it looks like we you're in a swish salet though to be honest you look like oh yeah it's my uh my 
<laughs> beautiful mid-century convert this was uh i'm in my dining room right now i do a lot of virtual shows from a shed in my yard mm -hmm. uh, but we were i was in the process of redoing it and then i uh wasn't doing as many virtual shows so mm -hmm. i just didn't finish so i've been doing them from my dining room covid ended used... and i gave up on it <laughs> yeah it was i was genuinely i'm i was doing for i think december 2021 i was averaging like four or five virtual shows a day uh for like corporate really? gigs and stuff yeah it was insane that must and be exhausting yeah the the most i did in a day was 10 mm -hmm. and it really was like after the second or third one i had to start telling people on these zoom calls i was like hey if i start repeating a joke <laughs> you can just tell me because <laughs> i won't i don't remember anymore like it, nothing feels real i've been sitting in a box in my backyard for hours just reciting the same 30 minutes of comedy material over and over again <laughs> so i'm in a shed it's it's got a tin roof and it's baking my brain yeah i'm like you can really you just go ahead and like type next in the comments and i'll just move on heard it heard it yeah like glenn tickle he's a repeater that's what he is i've gotten so, it too now because uh my my dry bar special on youtube uh did some numbers so sometimes i'll be doing oh, like cool. a virtual show and then i'll start a joke that was on that special and people in the comments will be like oh yeah i saw this one and it's like oh do you want me to do a different one and they're like no i like it it's like oh good because no. i was gonna, I was gonna do no it. more st louis chess museum jokes please that's what they always God, say the, the number of times i've tried to bring chess up on stage yeah, archbishops to just, to just silence <laughs> so um and so you also we want to make sure that everybody knows that you're not in Pennsylvania. You are in New Jersey. Correct. Uh, because obviously that's become a bit of a, a situation for you that yeah, uh, Pennsylvanians are adopting you uh, against your will. It is a thing. It's where I'm at in New Jersey. I am like very close to the border. So I remember when I got to college, uh, you know, you meet a bunch of new people. You're talking about where you're from. Uh, I went to college in New Jersey. A lot of people went to the school. We're also from Jersey. We're all just talking about what part of Jersey we're from. And what, was the, the joke, what was the college? What was the college? Ramapo College of New Jersey in beautiful no, Mawa in uh, Bergen County. Most people haven't. You're not alone. It sounds like you're mumbling again. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's a hard one to say. Is it a dental college? Because it sounds like everybody's <laughs> face is numb. It's, it is a lovely, uh, it is like, Rutgers, it's another state school, uh, but they have like a football team people are aware of. It's like if Rutgers had like an artsy little brother, that's oh, that's, that's cool. Ramapo. Uh, Very nice. Yeah, because they had some sports teams, I but none of them. It wasn't like ever a big thing on campus. Like uh, Bubkers or Bubkers instead of Rutgers. And when, uh, yeah, the running joke when I was like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm out, I'm out near Phillipsburg. Everyone's like, isn't that Pennsylvania? Because it's like so far west. Yeah. And, uh, and it's not even that. I mean, the space wise, I mean, New Jersey's not a huge state. I mean, yeah, honestly. It's really destroyed my perception as I travel the country performing. Because if I leave, the farthest I can drive and, and still be in New Jersey is like just over three hours, gets me down to the southern tip of mm -hmm. Cape May. So if I'm performing, uh, let's say Missouri, if I'm in St. Louis and I get asked to do a gig, anywhere else in the state like the night before or after i'm like oh yeah i'll already be out there that's fine and then i'll look it up and it's like oh that's nine hours away no, yeah exactly yeah, that, i shouldn't have get, agreed to that gets worse the further you go west it's like uh, they cut up these states they just got tired they're like let's just make a bunch of squares and make them bigger and yeah let's just know. we just need to get people on some land just that's let's right. make some big rectangles and see what happens those mountains don't matter we'll just put them in once i'm surprised i just didn't make that its own state rocky mountain state yeah would have made it a lot easier <laughs> just the whole thing <laughs> the whole thing's just one state. yeah rocky mountain Canada. state i don't know there's a bunch of goats or something there so um so now one of the things that caught my eye was that you well first of all tell us a little bit about because you mentioned you had a special on youtube tell yep. us a little bit about your because you have a career and I you do. probably should talk about that uh, I'm a I'm a stand-up comedian. Not uh, right now, you're not, sir. No, now I'm seated talking to a cartoon cat. It's That's uh, right. <laughs> it's a fun change of pace. 
is it took you the, it took you over 10 minutes to even mention that which is i've been <laughs> i've been i wasn't sure if i was supposed to bring it up <laughs> i don't uh, mind you talk about it all you want no i love it it, it reminds me of space goes coast to coast uh, which is I, I it's comics are always like clamoring for late night tv spots and i'm like the only talk show I ever like genuinely really cared about was Space Coast Coast to Coast. Um, Have you seen the Dana Gould where he's doing uh, the Planet of the Apes? Uh, the Doctor Zayas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those yeah, are really fun. That's very much Space Ghost ish. Yeah. Of the way. Yeah. Uh, I guess I did also like it when Alf had a talk show briefly, but but I I don't what think that's the, who was the human. Uh, I can never Max remember. Max right, but what was his name? Louie or something. Like, well, Louie, I can't help it. Oh, is uh, the the dad on the, the show? The dad, yeah. Oh, uh, Danny. Was his name Danny? Yeah, it was. Um, you sure? I think you're thinking Full House. You think that was Danny the Twins with... <laughs> Uh Alf, I'm trying to remember the family. But Alf name. would always say a name. He'd be like Louie. Like it wasn't Louie, but I just, Louie. It was like whoa. I'm pretty sure it is. Anyway, I don't know. I'm trying to remember. Alpha is unimportant. He's dead. Let's talk about Glenn. <laughs> yeah, I did. I do. Uh, I have an Alf spec script that I wrote because uh, every couple of years really? they talk about. Yeah, every couple of years they talk about bringing Alf back, and it will never happen. Willie, 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 because right. it had that. It was the L. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but there's a clip of Alf. Uh, just repeatedly shouting the N word on set. Oh, uh, it was like an in between takes thing. So uh, it was Alf was was running the same time that L.A. Law was running. Mm -hmm. And there's an episode of L.A. Law where they had to put a witness on the stand, but the witness had Tourette's. Oh, so nice. it was like a very special episode to like teach people what Tourette's yeah. was. And so the witness kept shouting the N word mm -hmm. uh, on the stand. So Alf is like doing an, imp uh, an impression of that character because they were <laughs> filming the night after that aired. Uh, and I'm okay. like, that, that doesn't make it okay. But right. like, that's the context. If anyone was wondering, why who was Alf the guest was... star that had to do that on Law? Uh, it call? was, I forget the dude's name, but he was one of those guys where it's like, oh, it's that guy. Oh, it's and, a, he was on uh, Mark and Mindy. Yeah, that guy. Probably, yeah. yeah. He's that the timing lines up. This guy was probably on Mark and Mindy at one point. <laughs> Exodore, I think he played Exodore on Mark and Mindy. But it was, uh, yeah. So that's why. So every time I see the headline, they're like, "Oh, Alf reboot in the works." I'm like, "Yeah," until somebody remembers that clip is out there, and then <laughs> then they decide. Oh no, to they, not would, make they would. They uh, They just keep it out. That would just be free attention. They'll yeah. probably bring it. They'll probably leak it. You know, oh it's my on gosh. YouTube if people yeah. want to watch it. After no, I this. mean, they'll they'll write their own press release. Well, that so, was the the spec script that I wrote was Alf having to like apologize for it, basically, because because mm -hmm. they were doing a reboot of the show oh. uh, and it did not get me hired to write the Alf reboot because no. they, as not I predicted, yet. decided not to do it. <laughs> so, not yet. I not mean, with yet. with the, you know, UFOs in Congress. Alf is uh, is gonna get you know set up soon again. I'm telling you, I would love it'll it. Be, I think they can do it. I just think it's gonna scare them off once they remember yeah. that clips out there. We'll have Alf, Alf at the in Congress. Yes, it's true. <laughs> well, that was the the kind of the uh, ignoble end to Alf was they were trying to bring right. him back and they did like that TV movie mm. where he was getting chased by I think it was the Air Force. And right, the, yeah. it ends with them catching him, and then it just cuts to black, and then you never see Alf never again. Never hear Alf again. He comes back uh, for the talk show. He was. It was like, oh, Alf was a character playing this other character on the show. Like it wasn't. Right. It wasn't. It was like, oh yeah, when I was doing my show, Alf. It's like when Chevy Chase had a talk show, and he would talk about Fletch <laughs> or whatever. Like that's how Alf would talk about the show <laughs> on his talk show talking yeah. a lot about alf but it seems to be uh, a thing for you i loved it so much as a kid did and you have an alf doll or anything like uh that? i did yeah i had a, a, a talking one when i was a kid i have one somewhere in my house that has a christmas hat on uh that a friend mm -hmm. of mine dropped off just in my mailbox randomly one day like no note or anything just stuffed an alf dressed as santa claus doll 
in my I got mailbox. this at a garage sale for 50 cents. I thought you'd like it. Yeah. And it was like in August. <laughs> it was like, what? <laughs> I mean, this is like a genuinely very nice gift that I appreciate. But what? Like, yeah. who who left this in my mailbox? It, it, I got you this and, I, and a brush so you can brushes for. Yeah. Oh, it's so calming. You just give, yeah. <laughs> give him a little shakedown at the end of the night. Braid his hair like I do with my daughters. To talk, you know, talks to me, tells me things. You're going to have to credit him for writing your material soon. Yeah. This, this, <laughs> this, uh, special, this special is written it's credited to my Alf doll. Also written by Alf. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I see you have an aha drink. Yes. Uh, which is kind of funny. What do we got today? This is a uh, blackberry lemonade. Oh, really? It's, what's what's the better part of that, the blackberry or the lemonade? The blackberry's not really coming through at all, if I'm being honest. It's mostly just lemonade, then. Mostly, it's very the lem. You're getting the lemon for sure. Yeah. So, so how long have you been a, a stand-up, sit-down, virtual comedian? Uh, I started in 2009. Oh, okay. So it was. Uh, yeah, talking about Alpha, I just assumed it was longer than that. <laughs> no, I'm just old. Um, yeah, I think I was 26. Um, yeah, because I'm 40 now. So yeah, that's how time works, right? So yes, I started in 2009. I went to, when I was at beautiful Ramapo College of New Jersey in beautiful Mawa, New Jersey, I was going mm -hmm. for film. And then uh, my, my film career didn't really take off upon mm -hmm. graduation because it turns out folks aren't clamoring to get, uh, you know, to hand out film deals to kids who went to a mid-tier New Jersey state school. <laughs> So I know I know the feeling. I have a film degree. Isn't that funny? Oh, nice. I, I'm serious. I do. I believe. <laughs> so, yeah. This is what you for do a second you're like. Now. You do? Yeah. Yeah. This I is do. what happens when you have film degrees. Now you exactly. This is what you do. <laughs> it genuinely, time. it genuinely uh, came in handy when we started doing stuff like virtual shows because mm -hmm. it's like, oh yeah, I have a nice camera i know how to light a room like i can i can go. make See? my video look nice because a lot of them it's just like people were just holding their phones and sitting in their car and it's like <laughs> just the production value here is trash <laughs> they're in the drive-thru uh give me just a moment i'm ordering and then yeah. come back to the show the yeah. first virtual show i did was a college gig and i had like slide presentation uh like I, I really was like making most of the medium mm -hmm. since they were doing it on youtube live like i did a, a short video that i played in the middle of my act i had pictures queued up and then uh after that one it's like oh i don't i think i'm trying too hard i don't think i need <laughs> i don't think i need that part of it wait but... a minute i need to cut i need to be the lazy stand-up sit down well not even me. lazy it's just like this is I, it was like a ton. I mean, granted, colleges pay well enough to make it make to have made that worth my time. But then when I started doing regular virtual shows of just stand ups, and it's like everyone is just like in their pajamas in the back seat of their car. I'm like, if I can just <laughs> make the video look okay, hey, then... everybody can't afford a Swiss chalet like you, Glenn. They could live <laughs> yeah, in the back seat fake, of their car and they're trying my to make fake it. wood beams in my uh, converted. Uh -huh garage dining room this used to be outside at one point on this house there's a like an outdoor faucet sticking out of my <laughs> dining room wall this used to be the carport of the house and they like that's a pot filler that's a pot filler that's what you say whenever you yeah. do the whenever you do the uh whenever you're selling you're like yeah we got a uh it's it's a little low but that's uh for a stove you know you fill the yeah. pot it's been painted over a couple times the handle's not on it but it's like right next to uh, like a my coffee bar setup I was like, I should just turn it back on so I don't have to walk back and forth to the kitchen to like fill up the kettle or whatever. There you go. The only problem is there's probably no drain, but uh, no, yeah, that's covered up. Yeah. It's just, yeah. uh, it'll be that's fun. what you do with all those leftover diapers. You said you had a kid, so <laughs> yeah, we probably got a couple laying around. Yeah, you got, you got a case of diapers somewhere that didn't get all of a sudden, you know, the kid magically learns how to go to the bathroom and the toilet and. Well, now I've already paid $20 for this. Yeah, that is a real uh, concern when you're potty training your kids. You're like, all right, I do need to get more. Di do I get the big box? Because mm -hmm. that's, mm -hmm. you know, cheaper per diaper. But, right. you know, if, potty, stuck if potty training clicks this week, then I'm sitting on a lot of diapers and I'm done having kids. So 
I'm you not know. much for charity, so I'm not giving these suckers away. <laughs> but so yeah, like, hey, do you want half a box of diapers? <laughs> can I, you do can I the eBay these weirdo? half a box? <laughs> the other half is the uh, top to an outdoor faucet and a few other things from the <laughs> junk drawer. Yeah. So, uh, so 2009. So what? I mean, how in the hell did you go? Guess what? Guess what? You know, mom and dad, or or who, whoever, I'm gonna do stand up comedy. Sure. Uh, it was like I said, my my film work had kind of dried up. I was doing some freelance stuff. So you were you graduated at this point? Yeah, I was oh, okay. uh, 26 when yeah. I started. Um, and it was like I all the shorts and stuff I was making in college were comedies. So uh, and then uh, stand ups were getting hired for writing jobs that I was not getting hired for. And like, <laughs> yeah. well, I know how jokes work, and I don't mind standing in front of people. So if that's if that'll get me a writing job, I'll just go do that. And as soon as I started doing it, I was like, oh, this is better. Actually, this is this <laughs> I like is, this. I like this much better. Yeah, the immediacy of this is is too hard to compete with. Because so I still, you know, I do, I write and shoot sketch stuff with friends of mine sometimes. Mm -hmm. um, but it can be a long time from when you have a funny idea for a video to anybody seeing it. You know, like if it's, you got to write it, then you got to rewrite it. Then maybe you get money to film it. So then you got to cast it and then you're editing yeah. and then maybe it gets in a festival and then it could be, you know, two years before you get it in front of an audience. And if you're on stage at an open mic, you can say whatever you want and find out if people like it immediately. You when you're starting so out, you, they probably won't like it. <laughs> that that you, took some figuring you're out. You're waiting on the money part. What you got to do is just do it and then stick it out there. And then, you know what? Oh, I'm done. And then you'll be done. Yeah. With it. Well, that's that we did. Uh, I did a feature my last year of college for like no money. And it was like, oh, I can't. I used up all my favors on this What's one. The, what was the title of that? Uh, it was called Several Ways to Die Trying. Uh, I'm not sure if it is streaming anywhere. It was on when Netflix did DVDs through the mail. You could get it through that. You could get it through Netflix. Um, or uh, what was it called? Speedster? What they call it? That one? Yeah, when they switched over for a bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, Available but when on Speedster. it was streaming on Amazon, but I think they pulled off because this was. 2006 mm -hmm. so it was uh standard definition oh, so right. i think, so, I think mm -hmm. they pulled just everything that was yeah unless you're like now. i dream a genie or gilligan's island you're not going to get yeah. anything on yeah um but i do have several hundred copies of the dvd in my attic right now <laughs> <laughs> you should just give those away at your shows you i've tried say, i've i've like, hey, put them on the merch the table sometimes DVD. oh no don't just throw them just throw them with people I just, uh, I think everyone who wants one at this point. Has one. <laughs> well, you, uh, your parents, maybe they want all the rest of them. You say, yeah, they, in my case dad you will lose occasionally it. call me and be like, hey, I found another box. <laughs> He's like, but it's wild uh, because come get uh, these, please. we shot it for so little money that when Netflix ordered just like, I forget, I'm sure it was whatever was their minimum amount. It was made like 200 or whatever that order, like covered the cost of production. Oh, wow. Uh, that's nice. And even like, it didn't really, it didn't make any money, but it didn't lose money either, which for a, a first time feature is like an impressive statistic. Yeah. And I was thinking about it the other day because I'm like, I did sell a movie to Netflix. <laughs> like you, you put that on your uh, resume. I thought about it. Cause it bugs me when people like exaggerate, uh, claims on their uh their credit I, I hate to tell you glenn but you're in the business of exaggeration oh i know <laughs> and it's like well because it's like i have a small part in the movie the movie was available through netflix mm -hmm. so it feels it like i got could... seen in the mirror was it because you know it wasn't like oh there's the guy behind the camera in the mirror no i you can <laughs> at one point but it's it's also i, I was the the coach uh at one point oh, okay. and it was uh it's like yeah i could technically say i've been on netflix but that feels like a lie and i don't want to do it <laughs> you know well, but then, then i see know. other people who are like oh yeah i was on saturday night live i'm like no you weren't 
And like <laughs> people will know that. <laughs> They're like, oh, well, I was an extra. It was you know, the early 80s. Whenever you can't remember anybody. Yeah, it was one of the Eversol years. No one knows that. <laughs> like, oh, I was in a I was a extra in a sketch that got cut at dress rehearsal. I was like, well, then bad news. You weren't on the show. Um, <laughs> I was in dress rehearsal though. They yeah. recorded You're it close. You're case. close. I'm sure that was a very fun day for you, but that's yeah. uh that doesn't count. Also, it's like the most well-known comedy show. People know who was and was not on it. <laughs> you're, but you're policing these poor people. They're just trying to make a living, you know. I mean, I don't rat them out to anybody. I just see it and like. Mm. Well, well, let's just rat one person. Who was the person that said that? We can just rat them out. <laughs> no. You thought about it. I could tell. Yeah. That it's was not a, a, that's of, not a hypothetical <laughs> example. It was Chad. <laughs> Oh, it's always a chat, isn't it's it? It's always a chat. That's right. So, um, so you, so you, you made the transition from being a film guy, yeah, to being a comedy guy slash writer, and and so then I guess that took off. Then, huh? It paid off. I mean, I did eventually get a variety of writing jobs over the years, mm -hmm. um, but like I said, I mean, once I started doing comedy, I was like, oh, this is tremendous, actually, like. I've always uh, been desperate for attention and this is a great way to get it. So it was, you know, when you start, you're not very good. Uh, I'm sure I was no different, but it, w it went well enough the first couple times that I kept doing it. Like if it went terribly, I would have stopped. But it was like, even if I got a, a couple laughs in the five minutes, you get in an open mic. I was like, all right, I th we can, we can come back next time and do a little mm -hmm. better. Um, but it was, for a while, just kind of like a hobby, you know, just like a thing to do. And I think for a lot of people, it's it just stays that. And uh, I've heard other comics, like other professional comedians, complain about people who aren't like, don't go in 100% on it, who are just like screwing around in their local comedy scene. And like sometimes they'll like get a feature spot at the club or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, but that's that's fine. Like <laughs> they're in my way. I, I was on Saturday night live for Christ's sake. I should be up there as a feature. Yeah. I'm like, those aren't, they're not the they, ones. He was on Saturday night live even in a cut skit. Yeah. And it's like, if you can't compete with the guys who are doing this as a fun little hobby, then I don't know that they're the problem. You know, Norm McDonald told me to fuck off. I mean, honestly, <laughs> who gets to do that? You know, who? Not anymore, <laughs> he was really you know? mad at me specifically. Yeah. He was mad. Him and Chris Catan were fighting, and I got in the middle. Um, sorry. The no, <laughs> I was just trying to do the math. I'm like, were they on the same season? Yeah, they were. They and actually, they did fight. That's a whole thing. But uh, uh, there's a whole backstory to all that one. Yeah. <clears throat> so, but um, it sounds uh, I wasn't there. By the way, I was never on. <laughs> yeah, you were in the background of a sketch. I was never on. I've never been on a skit that's cut. I. I I barely even watched during that time period, to be honest with you. That was uh, that was peak SNL for me. It, well, there you go. Because so it's you the thing of like everybody always the... talks about. They're like, oh, it, it was so much better uh, years ago. I'm like, well, it's because mm -hmm. you were 12. Like getting right. to stay up late and watch TV felt real cool because because you were a child. Like that's why it's. It was it's been best. pretty consistent, you know. I don't. I don't think the kids that uh, grew up with Gilbert Gottfried are saying that, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, because he wasn't no, like oh, Gilbert Gottfried. Anthony you know, Michael Hall was yeah. there. It was yeah, those, those are the goals. Yeah, maybe. the Billy Crystal years. Yeah, maybe marvelous, maybe. baby, marvelous. marvelous. So, um, so then, so I mean, you is the other thing. I want, well, actually, let's go a little bit more on the comedy. I, I don't want to keep it too late because uh, uh but uh, i do want to oh no i feel so bad time. about mixing up the time earlier oh, I will well, we're gonna go all, all night, fucking night. <laughs> yeah you can play on Money, that put the coffee on so um so then i mean this is what you're doing you're i mean you yeah you're writing stuff you're performing you did you made it through covid by performing in your shed i mean so many shows from the shed i mean that's fantastic that's pretty good. Now, yeah. Do you think there was any kind of pity uh, bookings because of the COVID situation? Oh, uh, maybe. That, I know the not one that you're not good enough. I'm just mean because of the situation that people be like, the oh, one we should help Glenn out because you know it's COVID <laughs> and he can't go anywhere. 
He's stuck in Pennsylvania. I do, I do feel like some maybe comedy in, in general, they're like, mm, we don't really need a entertainer, but like, you know, there's not a lot for them right now. Yeah, <laughs> when David Spade I'll take pity gig. Then that's really makes people feel bad. Yeah. So. I'll um, take a pity gig once in a while, you know. Hey, not, I, it's I'm a gig, right? Part. I mean, that's part of the game, isn't it? So I mean, yeah. do you do you so you said you traveled? So I mean, do you travel like all over the country? I do. There's, uh, I think, about I, I, I can't keep it straight in my head anymore. But only a few states left that I've not uh, been to or performed in. Oh, you should get. There's a uh, uh, an app called Ben B E E N. Anyway, you can track where you've gone in the world. You know, you kind of. It's like one of those maps you put stickers on, but it's yeah. Anyway. I'll check. I've been looking that. for. I've been looking yeah. for one of those because it is most of them. Uh, yeah. It is just like the Pacific Northwest. I've never been to uh, the Dakotas. I think Mississippi and Arkansas, Louisiana, like that area. So it's like Northwest and like Central South. Uh, everywhere else I've been. And you've been to Kansas, before. Nebraska. Yeah. Oh, I I'm might as well move to Nebraska for as frequently <laughs> as I perform there. Are you an honorary corn husker? Are you? Yeah, one of my best friends, uh, who I started, he lived out uh, in Pennsylvania when I started, and we were doing open mics together. And then he's moved around a couple of times over the years, but he's he is back in Nebraska in his wife's hometown of four hundred people. Oh, great! Uh, so any excuse he can find to like book a show somewhere and get me to drive out to Nebraska to see him, <laughs> I am there. Oh, fantastic. That sounds nice. It is. It's great. I always love to go see my friend, Pat. Hey, Pat. How's it going? I'm sorry you didn't really get on Saturday Night Live, but uh, he didn't out you, so you're good. He's got some legit credits. He's also an actor, so he's been on. He was on uh, that HBO Perry Mason reboot. Uh, Oh, yeah. Okay. I didn't watch that because, I mean, once you see Raymond Burr, I mean, what can what are you gonna do? He was the yeah. original Perry Mason. You know, so. Well, what you got to do is you got to just make friends with somebody who had a pretty minor role in the show, and then, <laughs> and then, you'll, and then, and then you then just kind of like give it half your attention until you yeah. see your friend, and then you perk really? up. Yeah, then, Pat, I watched all the episodes. Oh, you yeah. can check my history. Yeah, I play through them all. It's, I yeah, I have so many friends way. who do like who are actors, or even just people who do like background work, and then they're mm. like, "Oh, I'm gonna be on." this show i'm like yeah i'll watch the show like yeah absolutely if anybody asks why i'll tell them because you did such a good job let's i'll support i'll support you i got nothing better to do than watch whatever episode over the counter with the grace and finesse yeah so um so you're i mean you're making a go of it i mean what what kind of life is this for you traveling around all over the place do you uh I mean, do you drive everywhere? Do they fly? You? Yeah. Tell, give me a uh, I don't like to fly. Us, uh, oh, well, then they love you. They're like, you're like, uh, don't pay me to fly. I'll just drive. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it's it's just like I'm so I had to fly. I did a, a college in uh, Worcester, Massachusetts one night. And then I had to be at a college in Kansas City the next night. Holy and shit. it's like, well, I have to fly that for that. Like, I can't. Mm do it any other they way drove. Oh, man. and uh you're using the it, extra diapers Jeez. yeah i mean i drove i've i've driven to kansas city it's just i didn't have time to do it from massachusetts the night before right so yeah. and i was so worried about the flights getting delayed or canceled and missing the gig mm-hmm. uh, and it was there were the it was a couple weeks ago there were terrible storms uh up here in the northeast that like shut down all the airports in new york uh Ooh. the one terminal laguardia was just like two down under two feet of water yeah. uh and it's it was normal like, at laguardia the old yeah LaGuardia, like that's yeah. that's why i don't like i can i can if i know a storm is i can like leave a little earlier or like maybe take a different route but if your flight gets delayed there's nothing you can do about it right so well, if i have to fly in, i will a rental and you just drive all night yeah it's like i'm not afraid of being in an airplane is i just get really anxious about being late for something and if it's like east of omaha i will probably just drive it after that further than that i might like 
I'll, so what, I'll 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 price out a flight. And see what kind of car do you have if you're making all these long distance? I have driving. a uh, 2017 Honda Fit, which gets <laughs> uh, rough. Not to give them a plug, but it gets like 40 miles to the gallon. Yeah, I was gonna say that's good gas mileage. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's great. All the seats all fold down flat, so like I can do overnight drives where it's like, all right, it's, it's three in the morning. I'm getting a little tired. Let me pull into this rest stop fold yeah. all the seats down take a little nap and then keep going when the sun comes up oh my and, uh, you're that's hardcore I, i've never slept at a rest stop i'll be honest with you i it sounds like a don't horrifying experience <laughs> uh sometimes um i mean it's like one of the benefits of being a six foot tall white dude it was just like yeah like i'm i'm pretty safe most places now, I, I hate to tell you this glenn but you don't look menacing <laughs> It's and you don't temples. you don't sound menacing to me. And I yeah, but if I if you just see me, you know, you know, curled up in the back of a Honda Fit, <laughs> <laughs> I would actually, you know what? I probably look adorable. I assume I look adorable. I just look like a big. I was gonna say, they're like, is is that Alf? Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, I do bring the doll with me. You're snuggling. Yeah, I need something to snuggle in there. It gets cold in the car at night. Yeah, Alf keeps me warm. So, so that that kind of uh, uh, you know schedule. I mean, is it something that you enjoy? I mean, do you enjoy I, that I, schedule? Uh, yeah, I try to keep like I my kids are five and ten, and I like them, so I try to be home as much as I can. But Good for you, uh, you know, traveling to do comedy is literally my job. So, like, I have right. to balance that. You know, as I'm as I'm planning trips for stuff. Uh, like I have a friend who does cruise ships and he'll be gone for like three months at a time. And I'm like, Oh, I don't want to do that. And right. That'd be, Cause I that'd typically, be maybe. yeah, like I typically work clean and uh, like a lot of people who've done dry bar also do cruises. He's like, Oh, you, you do well on cruises. I'm like, yeah, but I don't want to be gone for three months. Like I want to yeah. be at soccer games and stuff. Um, when they get so, a little older, they'll be like, "Dad, take us on a cruise." You well, that's yeah. They they are now aware of Disney cruises as a yeah, thing. They'll be like, and, "You cheap guy, go get a cruise job so we can go along." Yeah. Well, my buddy, he's like, "Well, my kids are in their twenties. They don't care. They don't want me to be home." <laughs> that's fair. Uh, yeah, fair enough. I'll circle. But, yeah, back. when your kids are being young, so then you try to book uh, things together. So that you're gone, like you do a circuit or something. And yeah, like I would rather go out for like a one week trip than four or five shorter trips. Right. If, if possible. Plus, I mean, just, you know, if you have to drive to Nebraska, you might as well make it worth your while. Um, <laughs> I believe that's their on their license plate. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, you got to be here anyway. You might, as well. be. you might as well make it worth your while. Might as well go see Johnny Carson's house. And, uh, the whole works yeah and we got the uh, uh corn uh, palace um, yeah i did a i did a chicken festival there last year what was, what was the what was the festive part of the chicken thing it was i think it's the whole thing i think is sponsored by canes uh the, oh yeah love the chicken canes chicken chain you guys have out there yeah um, good chicken and but yeah it was what my friend who moved out there, there was was yeah. helping organize it and they're like oh we think we might want to do comedy this year he's like i know exactly who to get we can get my friend to come <laughs> and they're like um pat we can't get glenn tickle again oh, yeah come on. every year come back talk about chicken well it was weird because when when they booked me between when they asked me to do it and when the event occurred uh my wife decided we needed to get backyard chickens so oh by I saw a picture I got, with you and the chicken. I was going to yeah, ask you about that's that. That's one of ours. Uh, so I think by the time... I don't remember... <laughs> Is it we, branded? How do you know it's yours? Maybe it's just a neighbor chicken that came I in. I think we had just gotten them when I went out there, maybe. Like, they were pretty small. Yeah. Uh, and it's, But now, like, on the, the new special, like, I have a, a whole section where I talk about the chickens and the ordeal of getting them and how weird it is that... Did they come in the mail? They were supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> Did they die in the mail? Probably. Uh, the one. So they. Uh, she ordered. My wife ordered some from a farm in Texas, and then those mm. ones never got here. And mm. so she just went to Tractor Supply and got the exact ones that she wanted. And it's like, why did we? Why did we bother? <laughs> or, 
why do we put these other ones through the, the ordeal of the mail when you yeah. could have just you could, you could have done this anytime the uh i don't think people really i worked as a courier when i was young and in, in like college oh really and i don't think i don't think people realize that chickens do come through the mail and millions I mean, every yeah, year i looked yeah. it up when uh when she told me this was how they do it and it was like uh -huh. two and a half million to three million every year every it helped year. revitalize the economy after the great depression yeah uh, all these chickens. It people and access to a food source in remote areas and it's, it's like crazy. yeah, yeah. But I so don't know do what you do the, the you have chickens for the eggs or are you like yeah. butchering chickens or no. what's your no? Okay. Uh, I'm a vegetarian and uh, my wife and kids are not, but I don't I can't How'd that happen. Oh, just like a decade ago because I it made me sad, so I don't want to do it anymore. Uh, but that my they weren't vegetarian that you didn't like the meat thing made you sad. Yeah, I stopped. I'm. I stopped eating meat a while ago. Like when around the time my first kid was born. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm not like the, the weird. will do that it. to you. Yeah. yeah, like it's not. I'm. The, the policy has always been like you guys can eat whatever you want. I'm not gonna like. Right. I'm not gonna make a grand decision that the family is gonna stop eating meat. That sounds <laughs> insane. Um, if they wanted to, <laughs> great. But. Uh, but also, like, they're basically just pets. Like, I can't imagine. <laughs> I cannot imagine my wife. It's weird to me, honestly, that my wife and children still eat chicken based on how much they love the four chickens that live in our backyard. Uh, yeah. But they I don't do. How long do chickens live? I don't even, I've never I don't thought know. about that. Do you have, have you got a clue? I'm how sure long she's told live? me, but I, I mean, I just like any family pet, you know, they got a shelf life. Yeah, uh, I'm sure she has told me. I don't remember. Hmm. I'm surprised you don't do use the eggs or whatever. Or, oh, or yeah, they... oh, yeah, we use the eggs. Oh, okay. I thought maybe you just let them hang out in the backyard and no, fill the eggs with the neighbors. Or <laughs> We do. I mean, because we get four every day, basically. Right. You know, sometimes there's an extra one. Sometimes it's two or three. But, yeah. you know, there's there's four chickens back there. So we have a pretty steady supply of eggs the kids and when, watch chicken run because then they'll have a whole you know storyline that goes with your chickens they used to watch uh disney's chicken little until chicken little. i heard the part where the pig just screams at darth vader's luke's father for no reason just like blurts it out <laughs> okay. and i was like oh you guys aren't allowed to watch this movie anymore because i was like trying to keep that from them until they were old you enough to watch to Empire. Reveal that. You wanted yeah, to I wanted to like sit down and watch Empire with them and have it be like a right. big moment. I don't mm -hmm. want a Zach Braff Disney cartoon ruining it. Wow. Um, now th th that strikes me. You, you, there's a little contrariness in your. You're not going to come down on them to be vegetarian, but for Star Wars, yeah, you know, um, all I take Star Wars a lot more seriously yeah. than my own diet. <laughs> That's. It seems interesting to me. The well, the payoff, like I was, I was in my mind, I was doing it for them, you know, because it, I don't remember ever not knowing that. Like I'm 40, but I had, I had seen Star Wars really early, and I don't think my parents really cared one way or the other about what, you know, which ones we were watching and when. So uh, yeah, so, the, so I guess like, that tells me your parents didn't have you when they were really young. I think they were i'm 40 now mm. they were pretty i know by the time they were 30 they'd had all five of us okay but still uh, they were like you know teenage no yeah they, i would say like so. probably early 20s if, but yeah okay um yeah, but I like you can watch YouTube compilations of people showing their kids Empire Strikes Back right. and just blowing their minds and I'm like I was I was hoping for that, but they do not care about Star Wars and they already know. It's like mm. like somebody yeah, there's chicken a, little mm. there's a really cute book uh called Vader's Little Princess about like him being Leia's dad when she mm. was a little girl. And like it's a really cute book, and somebody gave it to me, and I was like, "Well, I'm not showing this to my kid, but thank I'm, you." I'm burying this in the chicken coop. Yeah, like this is going in the attic, but thank you for yeah. the thought. So, before we go, I want to get the last thing, and this is really what kind of drew me to to contact you was the uh, your obsession or mild obsession, perhaps. I don't know if you want to use the word obsession, but 
I just did uh, for Buckaroo Bonsai. Oh yeah, I think I think Obsession is apt. <laughs> so while so I love Buckaroo Bonsai. I think it's a fantastic movie. Me too. Um, but there's not a lot of people that I've run into. Now I'm I don't live in in Pennsylvania or New Jersey, so you know a little bit more sheltered here in the in the fields of the Midwest that that like the movie that much. Uh, my wife thinks it's stupid. Uh, I've watched it many times, you know, just, I'll be like, you know, on a Saturday, I think I'll watch it and then I'll yeah. watch it. What's fueled this for you? Um, sim- similar to you and that my wife uh, and children don't also enjoy it. Most people that I talk to have not heard of it or if they have don't like it. <laughs> and <laughs> Yeah. It is. It's weird because like the the people that I meet that do also like it, like remember it fondly from 1984. Mm-hmm. Whereas I saw it for the first time five years ago, and I was like, "This is incredible! I love." Oh, it. really? You didn't even yeah. see it when you were a kid? No, it was. I had heard of it, and it was you know hard to get for a while because before streaming, it was mm-hmm. such a flop that like there was a, a you with your Netflix and, collection. I'm connecting DVD. To- yeah like they had physical media versions of it but like they weren't there weren't a lot of them wasn't a successful movie right it was was supposed to be a sequel because you uh, mentioned it in the your stuff there yeah that's Um, i stole the title for yeah for my special well nobody knows you stole it see now you you didn't like the one guy for saying saturday night live but you just totally nicked uh piece of pop culture yeah, yeah, yeah. From, uh, well you can't copy you can't uh you can't copyright a title oh now so. you're gonna get all legalese on this <laughs> yeah. okay you were that you were a, you that of two sides of the coin here 20 years yeah, ago. Yeah. <laughs> you, and you, it's, you play both sides of it here i see how this well goes. it really was it was like it was a joke on uh my last special good grief i was editing the the title uh the the end credits for that charles schultz and, is gonna get you for that but yeah <laughs> and it was i i remembered in the credits for buckaroo it says watch for buckaroo bonsai's next adventure buckaroo bonsai against the world crime league Mm -hmm. so i was putting the end credits on this comedy special and i was like oh it'd be funny if i put watch for glenn tickle's next adventure glenn tickle against the world crime league and then Mm -hmm. never addressed it uh but then when i was working on this new one i'm like well i don't have a better title (laughs) like i might as well just (laughs) but then by the time i decided to like call it that and was like developing because it's not like the material isn't about buckaroo bonsai as much as i would have loved to do an hour of comedy about a movie most people haven't seen or like (laughs) um but there's like visual references to it like the red mic i'm using right now i painted Mm -hmm. red because buckaroos is red in the concert scene uh i bought a blazer that matched the one he's got on as as close as i could get there's a watermelon on stage so that people would ask me, why is there a watermelon there? Uh, I'm not wearing them right now, but I have like red glasses, like buckaroo. Mm. Uh, and it was like all of these things. No one cares about. No, like there have maybe been two YouTube comments on the special of someone like pointing out a buckaroo bonsai thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, but it's not, that part's not for them. Like that's that parts for me. <laughs> that's it's fun. I like it. So you're not going to have the Hong Kong Cavaliers whenever you get your late night talk show. Uh, be a I would, I would love it. Uh, sadly, the I forget his name. The guy who plays the two saxophones at the same time died right. uh, yeah. uh, pretty recently, actually. Um, but I'm sure we could get there's, there's somebody. a lot of them back together. Lewis Smith up, yeah. is he's like teaching acting out somewhere in California. Clancy mm-hmm. Brown's still around. I oh, don't yeah. think Peter Weller would want to do it. He seems pretty well, grumpy about when people now. ask him about yeah. stuff. Uh, he's a doctor. He didn't want. There to was a that. there was a news story a couple months ago because he did a fan expo in Boston, and he like oh, he he started by saying that he didn't want to answer any questions about RoboCop uh, because <laughs> he's already answered every question somebody could think of about RoboCop, and then somebody kept like they kept asking him questions about RoboCop and he got pretty pissed <laughs> off, and it's like I understand like I I. I get it. Like you don't necessarily want to talk about something you did 40 years ago. You know, Um, he's like, you know, I have multiple advanced degrees. I was friends with miles Davis. Like there's a lot we can talk about. It's like, Mm -hmm. yeah, but you are at fan expo in a van. Yeah. You're you're taking their money. You you need to talk about the people just want to talk about RoboCop, man. Yeah. Um, If he pulled a gun out of his leg, that would be fantastic. Yeah. 
No one's talking about RoboCop. No. So, but so you, I can't believe you just saw Buckaroo Bonsai a, a few years ago. Yeah, it was, and uh, you got so attached. What, what was the? What do you think made it for you? What do you like? Okay, honestly, part of it was sleep deprivation. Uh, it oh. was. It was shortly after my second daughter was born. I was up in the middle of the night trying to get her back to sleep. Mm-hmm. And I saw it on, uh, I think it was on Amazon Prime at the time. It uh, it jumps month to month, streaming service to streaming service, yeah, like uh, as if it was traveling across dimensions. It is, <laughs> everyone's like, oh, where can I watch it? I don't know. Like there, there's a site called Just Watch where you can see where things are currently streaming. Use that. It's uh, It's on there. And it's like, oh, I've heard of that movie. Like, it seems like something I would like, but I've never gotten around. I'll just watch it right now. And like 15 minutes in, I was like, this is the greatest movie I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> but 10 now, minutes in. Have you watched in, it again since then? Because you said you were sleep deprived. Okay. Good. Yeah, yeah. Like 10 minutes in, I was like, this doesn't make any, I don't understand what's happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then somewhere in that five minute gap, I'm like, nah, this rules, actually. Uh, it was the the concert scene like really won me over. Because... Oh, okay. Uh, if, if anybody watching or listening isn't familiar and I'm assuming they're not because it's a movie that lost almost its entire budget 40 (laughs) years ago. Uh, so Buckaroo is, uh, you see him, he's performing brain surgery and then he does, uh, the jet car experiment Mm -hmm. where he drives a a jet car through a mountain. Then he goes to New Jersey to play a concert with his band. Mm -hmm. And during the concert, he like shuts it down because, somebody's crying somebody's crying yeah. it ends up being his his dead wife's t- lost twin sister, twin sister yeah. but he's like the Ellen barkin yeah he just shuts it down he's like is somebody not having a good time and yeah. at median i'm like i don't think i've ever related to something on screen more than the impulse to just like grind a show to a halt because you find the one person not enjoying it <laughs> where i could be on stage and it's going great but there's just like one person who's just like making a face or whatever the whole time. And it's like, I don't, I no longer care about the people enjoying my comedy. I only, why don't you like, what is your deal? And that's how you met your wife. (laughs) Yeah. She was my long lost wife's twin. Wife's twin. Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah. It's aliens brought her back at the end. It's fine. Um, But yeah. And it's granted the movie does kind of fall apart after that. (laughs) It does. What? There's it, there's a pretty sure there is a there is a glue with the movie. You got to watch it again. You got to think about that. Don't well, you make have statements like that. They started with the cinematographer from Blade Runner, mm-hmm. and then lost him halfway through production, and had to get someone else. So a lot yeah, of it, he like was from that uh, little college in New Jersey, like yeah, like the uh, like the concert scene, like looks great there's not quite enough extras and everyone is doing the weirdest dances you can imagine (laughs) but like the cinematography of it it's a beautiful scene and then it does kind of fall like some of the the stuff the motorcycle chase looks pretty good but then after that it just looks like flat it's like it looks like an episode of the a-team like visually which is another thing that i love but it's not known for its like cinematic quality. Right. Well, they always have the shot where the car goes over the camera. It's blowing up. Guys are jumping out of it. Yeah. I mean, oh, there were rad stunts for sure. It was actually yeah. probably, I haven't looked it up to confirm this, but I'm, I, I would, I would put money on the fact that the stunt helicopter pilot in Buck Ruban's eye also worked on the A team because there was like one dude with a helicopter who did like all the helicopter stuff in the eighties. And right. <laughs> it was, I'm, I'm sure there were a couple others, but he was, there was like one main guy doing it all. And uh, basically like, if you had a helicopter in your TV show from like 1978 to 1989, this was the cat that you called. Yeah. He did all and, the airwolf stuff too. Yeah. Airwolf, the a team, anytime yeah. there was a chopper it was him. Uh, so I just realized this as we're talking, but uh, and I'm trying. I've been racking my brain trying to remember. So there was a um, device inside the truck when he goes to the mountain. Yeah, the oscillation overthruster. Oscillation. Thank you. I could You're not welcome. get that. Do you realize between the flux capacitor and the oscillation overthruster is Christopher Lloyd? 
Yeah, and also the guys who designed the DeLorean designed the uh, Buckaroo's jet car. Oh, so they just like just the, the repeat, except well, yeah. No, well, the reason the, the reason the DeLorean has to get to eighty-eight miles an hour is because of Buckaroo. The call sign uh, for the jet car when they were doing mm -hmm. the experiment was HB eighty-eight. Yeah. Which is actually on the back. I gotta take my headphones off, but I have that okay. on the back of uh, this hat. Oh, did, as, is that uh, a custom hat or what is team, that? That's my team bonsai hat. Oh yeah, okay. Uh, I, your head, your headphones were covering up the BB. Yeah, a little bit before. Yeah, yeah. This was I made this hat like a like a true dork. Uh, <laughs> I bought the patch. Uh, mm -hmm online and then i had I, I was walking around a mall i forget what some like just killing time between shows one day and they had like a custom embroidery place and i was like can you throw hb88 on the back of this and they're like why I'm like don't worry about it just here's money do what i'm asking well since you're vegetarian it can't be how many hamburgers you've had uh, no but, uh, could be I pro i'm um, trying to remember how many like bad veggie burgers i've had they're <laughs> never good they're never good <laughs> I, I well, I have a question for you about that, but let's sure. let's finish up Buckaroo Bonsai. So, but I mean that's fantastic. I I, I applaud you for uh, uh, your infatuation with it. There's not many people, and I'm not. I don't have a hat. I'll be honest with you. I just love to watch the movie because of yeah. the uh, uh, because for whatever reason it. Uh, and I was young when I saw it. So it hit me and I'm like, there's such a camaraderie to the movie, right? So it's got all these guys in it and they're all kind of, I mean, it really is a superhero movie, uh, pre-mainstream superhero movies because they they don't really have superpowers, but they're all kind of have an identifying thing. Yeah. Um, Which, I mean, they cribbed that from Buck Rogers, basically. Sure. Where he had, but it was like... His was like the 40s version, so it was like cartoonish stereotypes of like he had a German friend and an Irish mm. friend, and like right. uh, they are right. all also just white dudes, um, <laughs> right? But yeah, like that's the a thing that I do genuinely love about it is it does feel like when you watch that movie, you're like, oh, this is like probably what the third or fourth one of these, like I got to go watch the other ones, but there are mm -hmm. no other ones, but right, there like, is no one. Yeah, wow. they, they throw you into the middle of this world uh, that does feel a lot bigger than the movie, which mm -hmm. is a shame that they never made the sequel. They did release the sequel as a novel uh, in, I think 2021, it came out. Right. I think um, there was a, a, a comic book as well. Yeah, there have been a few off and yeah. on over because they did the mm -hmm. comic adaptation of the movie right. uh, Marvel put out in '84, mm -hmm. and yeah. then uh, there was Return of the Screw, and um, I forget the other run. I think it was from Dynamite Comics. Hmm. Those are pretty I'm good. Not... I like the comics uh, more yeah. than I like the the novelization of uh, World Crime League. So, well, so I'm surprised you wrote an ALF spec, right? Yeah. No buckaroo? No. Uh, they've been, they, they've talked off and on over the years about like either doing a reboot or uh, Kevin Smith was attached to do a, a TV series for a while, mm -hmm. but it was, it was unclear who owned the rights to it. Um, so he like, I would think at this point he walked away because he's like, we'll figure it out. Like, you know, when when you find out if you can actually make this thing, let me <laughs> right. know. Um, yeah. And it was the problem is like it was such a it was such a flop that like nobody wanted to take credit for it at mm. the time. And then as Smoking. studios and stuff are changing hands and merging and then going under and then their catalogs are getting bought out by somebody else. It's like. No one's really sure. Uh, W.D. Richter and Earl MacRouch, I believe, own the rights to the character. But mm -hmm. if they were going to make a continuation of the film, I think that those rights are what is in question. So if you were to cast for this, other than casting yourself, who would be? Yeah, I would play New Jersey. Uh, the, oh, the Jeff okay. Goldblum well, part. Just to keep uh, it so people would stop talking to you about Pennsylvania, yeah, apparently. That's, that's what I would want. Yeah. Um, but who would be Buckaroo then? I've thought about this a lot because he is canonically supposed to be a uh, Japanese American. Correct. Uh, yeah. It's in the opening crawl. It's like the first thing we learn about him. You're mm -hmm. like, Oh, he's a, a Japanese father and an American mother. And he's, uh, he's just Peter Weller though. Don't worry too much about the Japanese <laughs> stuff. Um, so right. I do think you need a Japanese American actor to play it oh, because well, it is, 
uh not even just to be like oh well that's what it's supposed to be but like it really informs the character like it is why he is like his his father was obsessed with like american westerns so that's why yeah. he gets the name buckaroo mm -hmm. uh and you, you see him meditating and he's got the the samurai sword at, right. a couple of times mm -hmm. and it's like yeah like it's informed who he is as a character so i feel like it should be addressed um but i don't know i uh sean lennon sold <laughs> yeah <laughs> he would, i think he would be great because people uh i've had a couple of chances to like go to like fan events that peter weller was at mm -hmm. and every time he's doing one like in jersey or the the tri-state area people are like oh did you see peter weller's gonna be here i'm like yeah i mean i don't like i'm not that attached to peter weller i'm not gonna ask him about robocap that's for damn sure <laughs> yeah i i would i i get the impulse right like i would almost certainly ask him something about buckaroo bonsai but uh to his point i'm like yeah we could talk about miles davis too if that's what you want to do Peter? How would you compare Miles Davis to Buckaroo Bonsai? <laughs> they were Peter Weller and Miles Davis were friends. Yeah. Uh, one that would of, be a question to him. And he'd be like, there's no compare. Why are you asking me that stupid I'm sure Buckaroo would, would like the music, you know? Oh, yeah, of course. Um, he's a, but a worldly person. People are like, oh, he's so good in that movie. I'm like, he's fine. But <laughs> he's admitted. He's like, I didn't understand what this movie was about. I didn't understand what was happening. He is just a lot of the times doing uh, Humphrey Bogart did an interview once where he's talking about how sometimes you're not really sure how to like act a line like you don't know how to get what's on the page out. Mm -hmm. So Sometimes you just got to say it out loud and that's good enough. And that's what a lot of Peter Weller's performance feels like to me in Buckaroo Banzai, <laughs> where it's just like he doesn't know what this he's just saying words. You and, don't think that he really, I mean, he emoted uh, when Ellen Barkin was crying in the audience and he stops the show. You don't, you didn't buy into that acting there? He, he absolutely doesn't. He just, he just says, he just says, hey, 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 hey. don't be mean. You don't have to be mean. Because remember, <laughs> no matter where you go, there you are. There you are. Yeah, <laughs> and, it's like so flat and it works absolutely like it's i'm not is saying it's a bad performance i'm just saying he pretty clearly didn't understand they wanted tom hanks for this thing uh, that would have been terrible i love tom hanks but yes it you're was just saying that to get a job somewhere i'm yeah, sure absolutely uh that thing you do again starring glenn Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah because yeah, he would have tickles will be the band that tickles the he would have done too, he would have put in too much english on the ball i think yeah because there's a couple jokes in it but weller doesn't sell them he just and like no he's he's a straight man he is he pushes this he's doing like jack really. benny level comedy of yeah. he's not selling the joke he's letting the joke play out Mm -hmm. on the people around him which i do genuinely appreciate the best joke in the movie is when uh when don't give it away I'm, my children can't hear this john warfarin has penny captive mm -hmm. and he calls buckaroo to like rub it in and demand the the trade of the overthruster for for penny's life mm -hmm. and as like a proof of life the bad guy puts penny on the phone to like prove that she's alive and when she starts talking, Buckaroo goes, Penny, get off the phone. <laughs> and every time I like cry laugh at that line because it's so weird. It's like, no, like that's, it's great. But Buckaroo, they've got me. <laughs> yeah. He, he says it the same way I would say it to my mom if she picked up the extension when I was talking to a friend in the 80s. You know? <laughs> mom, what are you that that is lost in a whole generation of people yeah. now because yeah there's what do you mean is, is he gonna listen on my cell phone is he got some kind of thing going on god i tried explaining saturday morning cartoons to my kids a while yeah. ago and they didn't understand any part of what why, would you, why would you wait for saturday they're yeah, on all just the watch time. them the yeah, rest yeah. of the week no so wonder he likes he doesn't have an idea what's going on. We had one TV and five children, so we'd have to argue every That's every right. Saturday morning. Right. It was just the Thunderdome to try to figure out what shows <laughs> we were going to be watching. Exactly. Well, well, uh, Glenn, I thank you for your time tonight. I, and thank you so much for bad. Me. Don't feel bad for for ghosting me. Several oh, I'm times. gonna. It's, it's okay. gonna keep me up at night. <laughs> 
But uh, one last question, because you you said you were vegetarian, right? Yeah. And I, I don't get. I always ask people who are who seem to be who seem to be able. I think can handle this question because I'm not asking it maliciously. Okay. Uh, but some people think that it is malicious when I ask it um, because they think blue cats are always being sarcastic. But um, why make a burger vegetarian? Why not make something new? I have a great answer for this, friend. Uh, oh, I, I address this very issue <laughs> on, uh, on my dry bar special. Oh, I, I'm, uh, now, well, don't tell me. I have to go watch it now. You're spoiling <laughs> yeah. it. Uh, yeah, I'll say that. I'll say just go watch the the. Dry, the it's on my first album too, but the dry bar special is is shorter. Uh, but yeah, it's I've 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 addressed this specific question. Okay, there you go. It's suspense. We'll, we'll so, yeah, do homework, audience. Go look up Glenn yeah. Tickle the Favorite on YouTube, and there you go. It's in there. That and you can watch uh, Chicken Little and hear all about uh, Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker. <laughs> yeah, Glenn Tickle, thanks so much. You want to say uh, where people can find you other than the bigglentickle.com that I put up on the screen? Sure, uh, that's got links to everywhere. Uh, my new special, Glenn Tickle Against the World Crime League, is on YouTube, and I'm just at Glenn Tickle uh, on all the social medias that I'm I'm still on. So, oh, which one uh, did you abandon? Can you, can uh, you Twitter. I I I jumped. Jump Are you ship on threads. Yeah, I'm on there. Do you feel, does it feel good? It's starting to feel closer to what Twitter used to be like. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not quite there yet. Anytime I try to be like, oh, I have to, I, I want to find this old post. Like the search feature still is trash. Mm -hmm. Or yeah. uh, I just looked up. There's a comedian named Brian Miller that I really like, and mm -hmm. uh, I saw a clip of his. It's like, oh, I'll go see if he made the jump over to threads yet. And I just searched his name and then searched what I assumed his handle would be. And mm -hmm. not only did he not come up in the search, but like nothing relevant to putting in the words Brian Miller showed up. If you put any... uh, cut SNL sketch, it'll pop right up. <laughs> yeah. Saturday Night Live credit liar. It's not, that's not who I was talking about. Brian Miller is a great driver, especially. He's a very funny comic from Minnesota or in Minnesota. Or He's probably been there. He's somewhere in the Midwest. I don't know. My geography. Somewhere in Minnesota. I don't, yeah. I don't know him that well. It's just another comedian that I enjoy. And now, Bob, you've ruined my connection. Thank yeah. you. you. Now he's going to be mad. Brian Miller, if you hear this, you're a tremendous comedian. <laughs> I look forward to working with you someday on our ALF reboot. Yeah, exactly. Co-writers. He's going to be playing ALF. He'll be ALF? Yeah, he'll be ALF. Willie! Willie! Thanks, Glenn. Thanks for having me.